edition of the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, your weekly dip into the world's game, the beautiful game being played right here in the Great Lakes State. How's it going? My name's Robert Kerr, your vacationed and reinvigorated host back on the show once more. Busy, busy times. The calendar has definitely turned and busy fall stuff Soccer season's ahead. Uh, Week in review, Detroit City FC had a busy three-game week. They won midweek on the road in Birmingham, Alabama, but were felled by the top team in the USL Championships Eastern Conference at the weekend. Didn't have referee uh, decisions go their way and couldn't quite finish off their chances as they fell in front of another large crowd at Hamtramck Saturday night against the top team, uh, Louisville. Looks like that's definitely going to be a uh, a rivalry if uh, they continue playing each other in this manner. Elsewhere, the Michigan Stars got another draw, a nil-nil against Chattanooga. They are not in action again until September 7th when the LA Force come to uh, Romeo for some NISA action. It's a long delay for their next game due to uh, Valley United FC folding in the middle of the season. They were set to play on the 27th, but the Stars' next home game in Romeo is on September 7th. Uh, The three dreaded words for all children returns back to school is well underway. But this also means the return of high school soccer. And back to is the Michigan Soccer Central We Are Soccer Team of the Week. Submit your team by Thursday to get yourself into the uh, selection process and the winner We'll get a shout-out on both the relaunched We Are Soccer show airing on Sunday nights as well as right here each week on the Michigan Soccer Central podcast. It is awarded to the best performance on the week, whether it be on the field or off. If your team had a remarkable week on the field, send either account uh, your information and your accomplishments as well as a photo or if you did and your team did something remarkable off the field whether that be volunteer work or otherwise that can be thrown into the nominations pile too for the Michigan Soccer Central We Are Soccer Team of the Week glad to have that segment back and glad to see Craig and We Are Soccer back up and running in the spirit of high school soccer's return, we've got two great high school soccer perspectives on the show coming your way. And we're going to start off with a short clip from the Balcony Invitational, which is a one-day eight-team Division One preseason tournament held at Plymouth Canton Schools. And uh, we hear from Kyle Pearson of the tournament-winning Detroit Catholic Central Shamrocks. They did very well uh, winning 
There are three games uh, of the tournament and not conceding a single goal. And then I have a conversation with another high school boy soccer vantage point with uh, Coach Borcha Kosteski. He's the new head coach of uh, West Bloomfield Lakers. And we have a great chat with Coach as he kicks off his first year at the helm of West Bloomfield High School's boys team and uh, kicks off with a bang as he's got three games in his first five days of the season. So great conversations once again here on the Michigan Soccer Central podcast. We're going to get to Borcha Kosteski, head coach of West Bloomfield High School Lakers. But first, here's player Kyle Pearson of the Detroit Catholic Central Shamrocks. I'm Kyle Pearson. I'm a senior at Detroit Catholic Central. Uh, we just won the Balcony Invitational. Um, it means a lot to us, not by winning a trophy, but as we're progressing into the season, we just want to get better every day. We're not really uh, setting a goal, I would say, as what we want. We're just taking it one game at a time and just trying to get better. Uh, the chemistry is going very well with this team uh, on an early stage, and we just want to keep uh, improving on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, these are a special group of guys. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not going to take all the credit. I mean, these guys are a hell of a good players. I mean, we got a great back line that hasn't conceded a goal yet and a great goalie as well. And uh, it really all starts from them, and it goes all the way up to the top. I mean, we have great players, and I think this team could go far. Welcome back here on Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, continuing on with our high school coverage, I am happy to be joined by a first-year head coach of West Bloomfield Likers. It's uh, I've got with me uh, Coach Borcha Kosteski. Thank you for joining the podcast, sir. Thank you for having me, Robert. Thank you. So, like I said, first year at the helm of uh, West Bloomfield Likers boys uh, side. And uh, you're having to start it off in a flurry in your first uh, week. You've got three games, and I think you got about five in the next uh, 11 or 12 days. Uh, we're recording here late on Monday after your uh, first uh, first official game at the helm, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, today was my first official game for a baseball field high school, yes. So you uh, fell 1-0 to uh, St. Mary's in your uh, debut. Uh, tell us about uh, the performance. You said you got a good performance, uh, just unlucky on the scoreline. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the beginning, uh, the way how the game started, we played a little bit sluggish. We were kind of trying to get something going in the beginning, but just every try was a little bit unsuccessful. Uh we, we try to play more wide and we try to utilize our speedsters like we have a speeder, uh, wingers or wingers are kind of speedy. So we try to utilize their speed, but did not work out in the first 10 minutes. Kind of our performance was not there. Even though we are a very young team, I have only like a five seniors and um, we, we try, we play in the beginning kind of sluggish, like I said, but and in those first 10 minutes, that's when uh, our opponent scored. We made a mistake on our, on our left side, and they utilize it. They make a good cross, and they um, they score. But overall, as the game was going on, we were just playing better and better and better. We become more comfortable. We um, we try attacking. We have probably in the first half, I believe, we have like a 
four or five chances scoring the goal, but we were very unlucky. We were so close, especially our last chance was in a, I would say, 35th minute when our forward uh, Kinan Abdurazek was having a great chance to score, but uh, goalie saved it. So the first set was good, but uh, as the game was going on and as we get, get ourselves during the halftime and, uh, you know, we regroup in a way and we decide how we're going to approach the second half, we were pushing, we were playing very hard, we were adjusting ourselves and I would say maybe probably the the good portion of the second half, we just were attacking. But in a final third, when it matters the most, when you matters to score, at that point, we were very unlucky and uh, the score stand one nothing for St. Mary. And uh, even though we play very well, I'm very happy with the guys' effort. They compete very well. We, we like I said, uh, we have numerous chances to score, but we were very unlucky. And uh, overall, for our first game, I'm... Very happy of the guys' performance, but the score did not benefit us. That's unfortunate that the score didn't go your way, but it sounds like uh, there were some definite positives to take away. But like we said uh, at the top, uh, you you get another game on Tuesday night and then another on Friday. Uh, how do you uh, turn it around so quickly uh, to start things off? Uh, you, you probably have a lot of notes from your first game. Um I guess you just kind of take it as a double header and then rebuild for Friday. How is this going to work on such a busy first week of the season? Well, right now, the most important thing for us is to recuperate. Obviously, it's our first official uh, game and uh, some legs probably are tired. So we need to just, like I told the guys tonight, just go home, just relax, recuperate, go have a good night's sleep. Tomorrow we're going to get up and uh, we're going to try to you know, refocus, re-energize, and uh, start our second game tomorrow. Like you said, it's our double header in a way, Monday, Tuesday. So yeah, I mean, uh, we're gonna approach the game very seriously. We like to play attacking football, attacking soccer, as you say. So um, with uh, lots of passing uh, wides. Well, we always take seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. We always take every game seriously, but the approach from being tired from today's game and tomorrow, it's going to be a little bit to keep the, how can I say, the, keep the energy and the focus, the way how we finish today's game, to bring the same intensity for tomorrow's game. Even though we start sluggish today, tomorrow, tonight we finish very well, so we're going to bring that intensity for tomorrow's game. That where we finish tonight, we're going to Start from there tomorrow. The very first whistle of the game, we're going to be very aggressive and we're going to play our uh, attacking soccer. And yeah. also you have the benefit the second game in two days is uh, your home opener, so to speak. Uh, you were out at St. Mary's on Monday night to open the season and then uh, your second game at home. Um, is that uh, a big factor in um, kind of how you approach the game, home versus away? Well, I think for us, me personally as a coach, and also I, you know, I told my kid, um, my players, I should say, either away game or home game, it just, it doesn't matter. We have to just go for a win. We just have to play our way, our style, compete hard, 
and hopefully at the end of the game we're gonna get a good result. So away or home, in a way, doesn't matter because we always challenge ourselves and we always go for a win, regardless where we're playing, away or home. So tomorrow it's a first opening game for for us at the West Bloomfield Stadium. So uh, we hope and we I can expect my guys to play well. I think uh, we had a good preseason. We have a couple of games in our belt. We know how we want to approach the game. We know how, how to play the game. And uh, overall, I think we will perform very well tomorrow from our home crowd. I have no doubt about that. Last year, uh, this Lakers team before your rival, uh, they finished the, 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 the league season 6-9-2. and two. Um, You said you had five returning seniors and so you have a younger side. Uh, what can you expect in the league uh, coming off of uh, your into your first year as the, the the head coach here? Well, yes, like you mentioned last year, they were having a record six nine and two, but last year also they have uh, eleven seniors. So basically, the last year team was made of seniors players, I should say. So all the last year juniors which they're now seniors, I have them back. So mostly we're like a mix. Basically, we have like a three freshman players. We have a, a three or four sophomore players. We have like a, another like a five juniors and another five seniors. So basically it's a mix of, of, of freshmen, juniors, seniors, sophomores, everything basically. So right now we're in a building mode, rebuilding mode, I should say. So basically, we are restarting our program just to uh, kind of develop a winning mentality, to de- develop a hard-nosed working culture, grinding games, physically conditioning to be well-prepared, approach on a game to be positive, to have a belief in the guys, to have a confidence in themselves. Even though we are a young group of guys, we are trying to play attractive and attacking soccer but also that demands lots of conditioning so as the season go i think slowly but surely we're going to build our team and our program for the future years years coming so yeah that's where we're standing right now so that you kind of led me there what what does a, a borcha kosteski team look like uh i know you as the assistant coach at oakland county fc and romeo high school but I know you have 15 years coaching and uh, you've uh, been, been the, the, the head coach in previous jobs. What is your uh, ideal team? What is your approach? Are you uh, a hard-nosed coach? Or you said you demand a lot of fitness. Or are you the, the hard-nosed coach? Or what is your style as, as, as the, the number one? Well, I don't want to say hard-nosed. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit. You know, I, I really demand from the guys, not just from my high school team, but also from my adult team from FK Barter, which we play at MUSL, Michigan United Soccer League, and also uh, with the Oakland County FC. I mean, uh, you know, when we go out there on that field, we really need to perform. You know, we represent ourselves. And, and just especially now when we talk about the high school, we represent our families, parents, 
our coaches, our school. So we have to go out there and perform well. I mean, we we have a target on our back, you know, everybody trying to win games. Also, we are trying to win games. So, yeah, my approach to every single game, it's hard work, Competi- comp- competition against the other opponents. And, uh, yeah, I think me as a coach, maybe I'm a little bit demanding, but that's what brings success. If you're very laid back and just go with the flow, not going to cut it. You have to, you have to be demanding. You have to try to get the best from your players and you have to try to accomplish something that to have a purpose to uh, play for. So overall, I think, I mean, somewhat I'm demanding, not too much. I don't want to use that hard nose coaching kind of thing because nowadays you cannot be that much hard nose, but yeah, I'm demanding coach and, uh, we try to get good results. It doesn't matter which team I'm coaching, either my adult team or my high school team. I always try to um, to kind of uh, put belief into my players so they can compete and try to achieve something. And of course, winning the games, I guess, that's what counts the most. But also in the, in the meantime, also we cannot forget to, to improve ourselves and develop ourselves as individual soccer players, but also as a team going forward. There's the old adage of, uh, you know, uh, I wish I knew back then what I know now. And with you working with uh, teams of kind of different age groups, what's a, I wish, uh, like something that you wish that uh, your adult players, like what what's something you want to impart to the young players in a sense that you want them to then possess that skill when they're in the adult ranks? Well, uh, I mean, uh, when we compare the adult soccer with uh, with uh, like a high school soccer, I mean, of course, the adult soccer it's more physical, more more competitive, and uh, what I want to take from from uh, from the adult aspect of the game and apply it to the high school game, determination. I think the high school players, I think the less little bit less focus, I believe, where the adults are more mature and more are into the competitive nature of the game, which with the high school, you have to kind of build that mindset to go every day and just compete and try to get a good result. That probably one of the aspects, if I can get something from the adult league or adult teams and transfer back to the high school, Kind of that kind of determination mentality so they can kind of develop that kind of strong mindset and uh, and just competitive competitive nature of the of the game you know always try to compete hard and try to you know achieve and win something you know that's the whole purpose each time when you step on that field soccer field and play and compete the the, the point the, the bottom line is winning games and try to achieve something. Yep. Is there a thing likewise in a, a technical sense that something that you, uh, uh, maybe almost an overlooked thing, is there a small technical thing that you want to impart on like basically all players? Or if you could pick one out that's maybe overlooked, like a, a, a touch, almost like a, 
what, like a, an American player, I'm sure there's gaps in the development somewhere. What's like a, a way to, to raise the ceiling of technical? What is like a, a thing that you want all kids coming into high school to already know? I think the passing level should be much better when we talk about the high school level of soccer. I think, uh, I think that's where that area where me personally, I believe the passing level of the of the uh, of the high school players should be much better than what it is. I think because um, most of not most of, but I would say one hundred percent of the high school play on the turf, and uh, we all know that the the pace is so fast when you play on the turf compared to a grass. So, with that said, I think the passing level should be much more accurate and much more kind of how can I say precise when we comp- competing or, or comparing adult with uh, with the high school. In the high school games, we have lots of, um, how can I say, uh, silly mistakes and where they are coming from, the bad passing and stuff like that. So that's maybe one, one aspect where me personally, I think the kids growing up and going through a club to a club, they need to, be more focused on their technical skill like passing and maybe shooting of course that's but for me personally I think the passing is the biggest key know how to be able to um, make a proper uh, passing proper weight on that ball and you know and stuff like that I think that's one area where the lots of high school players need to work on yeah I can understand that and yeah the ball just a uh, one slightly askew pass in that turf and that that's going all the way out to that winger or something going the other way for a counterattack, right? Well, of course you should be able to um, read the play. You have to see, especially if you're offensive player, you see, you have to see what the offense, gonna, the defense going to give you, you know, you have to read how I can say between the lines, you know, how the defense going to you know, position themselves and how you can uh, utilize your wingers, or your center forward and stuff like that. So that with one two combination plays, if you are very mature and smart player, you should be able to recognize the chance or the open channel for you to utilize that pass the best of your abilities. And you know, every smart pass and every every smart decision you make eventually gonna reward. You're gonna get the rewards from that decision. So I think. Nowadays, we see lots of kids. They're very gifted. They're very skillful. But when it comes to the final decision, they are lacking a little bit more concentration. Uh, is that something that uh, is coachable? Or is that just something learned with uh, experience and repetitions? I would say maybe both. I mean, you have to apply day in, day out. And especially when you practice, Practice is where you learn everything. That's what we practice in every single day. So it's just as more you applying stuff, what you need for your team and for your individual players, the specific area where what they need to learn and apply better than before. That's where you have to build and work on on practice field. So, yeah, I mean, if you work on defense, you have to work on your defensive shape, you have to work with your defensive players, what is good, what is bad, 
when you're working with your offensive players, you have to learn how to, I mean, you have to not learn, you have to, um, in a way, let them know how to adjust themselves in every given moment when we're attacking. You know, sometimes you have a different formation, defensive formation. Some teams are playing with the three defensive center center defenders. So sometimes you you have like a defense with the four, back four. So you the player needs to adjust and see what is his best option and how to apply himself in order to be successful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, uh, Coach Kosteski. You start your first season at the helm of West Bloomfield Lakers this week. Uh, you kicked it off against Orchard Lake St. Mary's on Tuesday night. You open at home against uh, Rochester and then Friday out at Romeo. I wish you all the best and thank you so much for joining uh, Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Robert, thank you, very, thank you very much for having me and it was a pleasure being on your podcast. Thank you very much. does it here listener thank you for listening to the latest edition of the michigan soccer central podcast as always i'm robert kerr thanking my guests on the show thank you to kyle pearson of detroit catholic central it looks like they are going to be set up or at least they've had a successful preseason they won the weekend's um preseason tournament there in plymouth canton the balcony invitational and then thank you to Coach Borcha Kostevsky. Wish him all the best as he starts his adventure and his mission with West Bloomfield High School. And thank you to all the guests that have come on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Be sure to go back and listen to all the back episodes there. Easily found on Spotify. We've had great conversations with players, coaches, administrators, media personalities, and much more. We've got uh, about uh, 15 months of weekly episodes up there. So be sure to check it out. It's been a great wild ride already. Great stuff lined up. I Like I said at the top of the show, I was on vacation. And uh, it gave me a lot of time to refresh and got get a lot of ideas in the can. And got a lot of great shows lined up here in the fall. So very excited for where the show is at the moment. So I've uh, got to say thanks to Jenny Hajnaki for editing the program as always. Thank you to Dan Garnell for getting that interview in the field with Kyle Pearson of uh, Catholic Central. And thank you to the Michigan Soccer Central core team for all of the contributions to and all of the Michigan Soccer Central contributors sending in notes and coverage from all over our great lake state so busy weekend ahead see you next time and until then everybody enjoy your soccer <laughs>